What's up, Bill? John, man. What's going on, brother? Man, I am, I'm flying high, Mike. Good weekend. I mean, yeah, I, I'll say, right? I mean, probably for some slightly different reasons. Yes. But, John, man, I, I mean, I would say you're flying high. You, you're coming off, like, the biggest win. And I, I really been looking forward to talking to you today about this. And uh, can we just go right into it? Uh, but Mike, where are we first, so the people know? I mean, well, I mean, you want to let them know. I got. I gotta let them know, Mike. Mike, I gotta let them know because I know that I know they. Why don't you they, let them know? I want them to know that on every platform where you can find podcasts, you're gonna find Mike the coldest of takes. That's where you're gonna oh, yeah. find them. Every single one. If you're lost, Mike, in the Candyland forest, you'll still find the coldest of takes. Will be there by you know the gumdrop, the the fudge one or whatever. (laughs) I don't know, Uh, but the point is you can find us everywhere. John, John J. Pat on Twitter, on Instagram, John Wick, and the super producer, the biggest of cats that I've ever seen with a K, is my man Mike. Mike over in West Springfield. Mike, what do we got over there? Three thousand miles away. What's going on? Okay, John. John, man, thank you for that introduction. This is the Coolest It Takes podcast. I am Mike coming to you from West Springfield, Massachusetts, slightly adjacent to the birthplace of basketball. I'm the home of James Naismith. Gee, it's tongue twister on a Monday here off the bat. But hey, dude, it's the Coolest It Takes podcast. And this podcast is available everywhere. And we work really hard on it. And it's something we do in our free time. And John and I are two dudes you know living in life that have been friends since preschool and we come together to you know have a chat a chit chat and uh, a little lowdown on sports on life on everything and we try to like package it into a little podcast and honestly we're going super organic tonight and i'm excited dude Coles it takes you can follow me on twitter at sd underscore catzer and my man john out in california at John J. Pat. Now, That's John, great. I feel like that was a heck of an introduction, and I'm excited to talk to you. I like. I, I feel like I, we have to talk about the Patriots, like off the top. We do, yeah. I, you know, I, we have to. We have to, and we didn't really talk about it. You and I together, like we, a little bit. It was just like you know, we acknowledge the game and everything, but right. John. You're two and zero in my eyes in this new season, uh, and Bill Belichick is still just the greatest of headmasters in this chess game that we call football. Uh, it's wonderful to watch to me if you're a fan of football, John. Uh, ha- how you feeling, that man? So, Mike, I got, I, I got to, you know, I have doubted, and and most. Pats fans, Mike, have doubted the, is it Brady? Is it Belichick? Who knows what drove the bus for twelve uh, for 20 years, right? And could it be both? Could it be great? You know, the frog, you know, the frog and the scorpion, right? You've heard yeah. that, that oddage, you know, we got to get across the river. I think that was probably both of them. But Belichick, Mike, I think he might be able to control weather. I mean, like, like what? Like, I don't know if you watched the end of it, and the people watch it. Uh, there was a monsoon on 
the Ravens last drive where they had to go like 80 yards and then all of a sudden it poured harder than it ever did and they had no timeouts with a minute left. Mike, does Belichick control the weather in New England? Dude, he, That's my question to you. He I mean, might and, have a say in it. You know? like and, He, and the only he looks I say like that, Yeah, and the only reason I say that though, Mike, is because he's in a hoodie and everybody thinks he cheats and all that stuff. And now they're now they've they they can't believe that he can game plan so well that they're now blaming it on the freaking weather in New England. Like, like you and I have lived in New England forever. It, it, it's fickle, you know. It is a, a snap of the snap of the fingers. You don't know if it's going to be sunny. It might be sunny and raining. It might be humid. It might be. I mean, that it might be snow one day, a sleet. I mean, that is hail. That's New England weather, and it happened last night on the Ravens, and it could have been more perfect for Belichick because Mike I actually thought that that missed uh, the missed extra point that we had to only make it a six point game was going to come back and bite us in the ass what did you think about that yeah I mean you you really think so like it it would come back that way but John like with the with the weather and everything it you know for for a man that spent a lot of time out in California now you couldn't have said it any better it it was honestly though it seemed like the the monsoon and wind came and it like slapped the whole entire state across the face or whatever, and it it very positively impacted uh, the the New England Patriots, and uh, it it was incredible it was incredible to see like Cam Newton out there and everything like that John but I wanted to ask you about uh, Steve Belichick and did you Ooh. see the shots on him on the sideline I was really excited whenever they showed him. Mike, I, I, and you're you're the man of fits. You're the man, uh, you know, who knows the fashion, knows a good look. Uh, I've I've never seen Mike in a bad fit. That's for the people out there. That's not a compliment to you, Mike. That's uh, so the people out there know that Mike has never worn a bad fit in his life. Uh, but Mike, could you rock a mullet that is that glorious? I mean, Mike, that was tremendous. Even with the mask on, you saw the party in the back, Mike. Yeah, you know, dude, it's something you know, that every man front. dreams of. Like Steve is doing it right. Oh, and I've been, I've been, uh, I don't have a good doppelganger, Mike, in in real life. This is just kind of a side story, you know. How everybody has like a celebrity doppelganger or somebody you kind of look like. I've never gotten a good one that I'm like, oh, like I actually really do look like that guy. <laughs> but Steve Belichick, I've gotten, but then Mike, I saw the mullet, and there's no way I can pull off those locks. I mean, it, with the headset and the mask on, and then you're still seeing that party, Mike. I mean, it's an invite. We're never going to get to that party, Mike. I don't know. I, I don't know what we have to do to be that cool. So I, I got to give Steve Belichick a shine uh, there. Uh, but Mike, what were your other thoughts about the Ravens? Like, I, I think they're kind of frauds, man. Well, yeah, dude. I mean, the thing can, – can, can you hear me all right from, from here? Yeah, you're good. Oh, okay. Um, the thing with the Ravens is it just seems it, – it just seems like they got a lack of cohesion maybe and maybe the depth at rod receiver. I mean, clearly, you know, the weather – them. it was like, it was like we, you were saying on the front end. Like, not to make it all about the weather, but like uh, – I don't know. It just seemed like tough out there for the Ravens. And that's the thing that bothers me though, Mike, is because it would be the same weather in Baltimore. It's literally only like five hours away. 
from. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, no, was it, it seemed like it seemed like a lot you of know? eastern uh, eastern states got hit with this stuff. Like it, right. seemed, it seemingly affected, you know, other games that were played, like like Cleveland and like you know, weather's a factor. It's football, so like. Right. I think this is perfect, though, for New England. I mean, it's what they need. I mean, it's actually a little X factor. You know, uh, Seattle, they don't have the 12th man, and, you know, they, I guess, can't rely on the weather as much, you know, like New England can. But it's not to say that it's all on the weather, but I feel like a lot of Baltimore people maybe are leaning on that more heavy today when it's really about the fact that, you know, the Patriots outplayed them, especially yes. when it came yes. when it and came they beat down them to at their own game, Mike. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. Like they stop them on the run. You know, they limit they they limited everything. They you know Lamar got out of the pocket and everything, but overall, it was just a, more of a containment job by Bill Belichick forcing Lamar into you know some bad decisions and you know some turnover. Yeah, and I think, Mike, you're, you, you hit it on the head right there. Um, Belichick, this was a classic Bill Belichick game where they're 3-5 and five going into the game. They lost to the Ravens last year when they were 8-0 and in Baltimore. And Belichick is such a magnificent see you next Tuesday that he would watch that game, take away your best weapon, and – Lamar Jackson could not get on the edge. They were like, we'll give you the three or four up the middle. Fine. Every time. That's okay. But he could not get outside. He couldn't get on the edge. He couldn't get working. And at the end of the game, force him to throw. And force him to throw in a monsoon. I mean, that is so classic Belichick, though. And and he's sitting there, you know, with the evil hood on and everything. And, you know, I kind of like that he's turning heel, Mike. It's like when LeBron was like turning heel, you know, when he came back to Cleveland, he made those commercials for shoes and ESPN and everything. And he was like, oh, you're mad at me for going to Miami and stuff like that. Like, Belichick is full on turned heel at this point. Being like, I don't even care anymore. Like, Brady's gone, my franchise gone. Like, I'm just going to do stuff that you guys aren't even going to see. Like, having Jacoby Myers throw a touchdown pass for Rex Burkhead, which is the longest touchdown pass for the Patriots this year, and, Mike, it was only 24 yards. What are your thoughts on that? Dude, I mean, 24 yards. Not a lot. It's more than, it's, <laughs> it's more than uh, 23. But I I just don't get how the media and, and not necessarily that they're writing them off, but it's just like how – like, why wouldn't you expect, you know, I, I, I'm not surprised by anything, but Bill Belichick is the most right. football, football dude. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, maybe. Like, he's the greatest coach of all time. There's no debate on that. I mean, if you debate that, you're, you haven't watched football, you're an idiot. But he's also an asshole, Mike. Well, it's <laughs> a dick. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I feel like if he's a coach, like, he's just, like, trying to coach his team. He's football 24-7. Like, that's what it is. Like, yeah. you know, he cares about football, cares about his family. And uh, I think I think Bill, you know, he might not – you know, he you can consider him the greatest coach of all time. I feel like that's fair. I feel like the people in our generation, like, we should probably acknowledge that. 
as as maybe fact because like I never seen Vince Lombardi coach like I you know a lot of people don't have access to to uh, you know watch or listen to you know a full game of like Lombardi coaching it's just like all you know lore at this point and like you know I'll believe it right but oh, that's that's actually a good point Mike well yeah I like that yeah heck yeah. Hey, it's like it's like the Lombardi Trophy. It's lore. It's like, oh well, Belichick can't be the best because the, the trophy's named after Lombardi. And Mike, we gotta be a any Belichick soundbite he's even had, even when he's drinking the orange juice, it does not compare to Lombardi saying, "What the hell's going on out here?" I mean, that is, I mean, that is football. Yeah, That's, I mean, that is I mean, football. That, but but Bill Belichick embodies it. Like, I mean, you know, Lombardi will always be. That figure, the Super Bowl trophy will always be named Lombardi, but the game has evolved so much, and I I think this is a huge transition year for Bill, and he's he's pulling things that maybe necessarily he wouldn't have to, and I think uh, you know just navigating through a type of season that you're having, and possibly in putting yourself in better shape to make something happen the next three, four years. I think that's what you're seeing out of Bill Belichick uh, right now. And he's laying the groundwork. I mean, he's given, uh, you know, Steven, you know, some more responsibility. You know, it all goes back to all these factors, the types of players like he brings in, you know, uh, but he's stringent. You know, it's his Patriot way or something. And, like, I guess some people are buying into it and, some, you know, some others don't. And, uh, what a segue, though, right there, Mike, because you know who's buying into it is our boy, Cam. Oh, I mean, Mike, is he the swaggiest quarterback in the league? He has to be. Has to right? be. Has to like, be. Uh, like, his fits, like, they always put it, you know, even when he was with the Panthers, he had the best fits, Mike. Like, he would walk in with the craziest suits, the hats, the – I mean – I saw that he was holding a, a, a water bottle, right? And they called it, was it a canteen? No, now it's a canteen because it, it, it matched his suit. And I was like, that's lame, but also a hilarious joke. Um, I love Cam. I love his smile. Guy just looks like he loves to play football. Um, but, Mike, we're four and five team. We got we to beat Houston next week to get to five and five, and then we can talk about Actually, you know, thinking about well, that. you're you're now, two you're two and zero oh in the new season, and post COVID cam, post COVID cam, we're two and zero. Yeah, and actually, one an extra team, an extra team gets in the playoffs this year. Right. So, Mike, but I got a question. Okay. Speaking of playoffs, okay, I want to transition here because I want to get off the Patriots. Okay. I've already spent too long on it, Mike. What are we doing? Over in the NFC Beast, oh, I gotta oh. ask you, what's what, Mike? We gotta get into it, man. Okay, all right. Since we did your favorite team, we'll do my favorite team. Um, That's right. And then we'll. I, I I do have some questions that pertain to the Patriots. It, like that that whole situation is very intriguing to me. But another intriguing situation is the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, where yes. I lay my allegiances. I I'm a documented fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. Like, I got a letter from the organization thanking me uh, for my fandom. So, uh, and Oh, I, shit. I fucking forgot about that. Yeah, bro. Uh, you know, everybody becomes oh a fan. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, every, everybody becomes a fan of a team. Holy shit. Yeah, how about that, bro? 
Uh, I mean, that's a cool tip. People don't know, Mike, tell that story. That's a good story. Everybody becomes a fan of a team. And you always say, I've been a fan of a team. But there's a few people that become a fan of a team. <laughs> and then a few years go by. And then they get a documented piece of paper to, that comes from the organization that that thanks you for your allegiance to this fandom and you're part of like the e- I'm part of like the Eagles forever, bro. Like uh, that's right. So uh, I think it's super cool. Uh, you know, not to say that anybody has to do that. It's just you know, it's funny. Um, I can't believe that you got that letter too. I remember when you got it too. You were like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm like a real fan. What about you? Yeah, dude. and I think you said it while you and uh, your dad and I were watching a game, and uh, your dad was like, "I've been a Giants fan forever," and you were like, "Do you have a letter?" <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, dude. I got. I'm looking. So, it's great. It's great. Like uh, I and I, I have to tell you, John, that you know today we're recording this. We're recording this on a on a Monday. You know when 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 it goes out, it'll most likely be on a Tuesday, and. Uh, we are we are currently watching Monday Night Football, but like this is right. I I, I I'm wearing my Eagles colors because that's what I do usually Sundays and that's right. Sundays and Mondays when I'm chilling. I'm usually wearing my Eagles colors, and so I had to switch into my Eagles uh, at least Super Bowl shirt because you know as bad as they are, I can always look back and say, hey, well at least we got one done while I was alive. You know what I mean? And, and Mike, who did you beat? The hey, best hey. dynasty in 20 years. Exactly. You can't get, can't get far away from the Patriots. There is no denying that the Eagles, you lost in 04, but when you won with Nick Foles, um, Mike, that, you, you guys were the best team. There, and, and I'm a Pats fan, and I lost to you. And there's, I, I have, we've said on this podcast that that was the most deserving championship. Fuck the Giants in that two championships. Here, bro, okay? bro. Those were lucky, but Thank the you. Eagles you're, they deserved it you're, every time. You're too kind. You're too kind. Um, and so what I want you to do is I want you to hit me with your best shot on the Eagles right now because like I'm I'm pretty upset with them, but like here's here's one here's one. Did you know okay. that both the Eagles and the Giants both won Super Bowls within the last ten years? Like you wouldn't even think of that. Like the the, the way crazy like this. This division, the way it is right now, like Cowboys, rough. Terrible. Washington, Washington, terrible. You know they could have won, but to be honest, when Alex, like Alex Smith, man, he, you know, ball, balled on the field. Good did for it, him, but did his thing. No. But every time I see him, I get scared, and oh, yeah. it's it's a it's such a you know it's a tribute to his uh, medical staff. And and his right. and his uh, willpower, he's got great will, you know, recovery and all that stuff. But I every time I see him, it's like I almost like I want I, I don't want to watch it because like I don't want to see it. I don't I don't want to see the I don't I don't want like that thought. The Joe Theismann injury again and watch it. Yeah, you don't want to watch it. Um, and and credit to him, he'll probably be comeback player of the year because what about what about Ben? I mean, what about Ben comeback player of the year? Nine and no, nine and no Steelers, bro. No uh, Steelers. No, no. Man. Best team I mean, in football right Alex now. Smith. Al- Alex Smith's leg. He was gonna have that dude amputated. They thought he was gonna. Well, die. Ben Roethlisberger might have something to say about that, but I I agree with Ooh. you. I agree with you that it should go to Alex Smith if he continues to start and play well 
and not get hurt. Uh, then, you know, what about the Steelers, Mike? How do you feel about the last undefeated team? The Steelers, man. I think the Steelers, you know, if we're going to talk about them, I, I think they are an incredible team. Um, I, they don't really run the ball that much. But I know. their defense is so stout that it might be, like, one of the best defenses I've ever seen. Dude, Minka Fitzpatrick is so good. Minka's good. JJ, uh, uh, TJ Watt is good. TJ Watt, is, yeah. Like, what? What? What did they put in the milk for the uh, for the Watt brothers when they were growing up and all went to Wisconsin? Like, what happened, Mike? Like, what, what, can we can we bottle that? Can we can we start making NFL players that look like that? Because they all seem to be the best defensive players ever, and even one of them was a fullback. Which is gritty as shit. Yeah, dude. You know, like, what is going on with? Yeah, that? and it's like, what but they, also though, what do they have? But there? also though, like, doesn't it seem like everybody is a Steelers fan? Like, I I used to think it was everybody was a Cowboys fan or everybody's a Patriots fan, but now it seems like everybody's a Steelers fan. Like, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is a Steelers fan. Like, I didn't know that. Um, like everybody's been a Steelers fan for a long time. I, I mean, it's a, such a storied franchise. Like I did, you know, right. like I, I, Hey, you like the Steelers. I like the Steelers. If you're a fan of football, you like, the Steelers. I don't like the Steelers. Well, all. you appreciate them. I appreciate the greatness. I don't fear them at all because we always beat the fuck out of them. No, but Drew for what they stand right, for. 2001. The, <laughs> yeah, no, they're, they're, they're a class organization. Yeah. Very cool. The class. logo's cool. Um, you know, what the logo means is very cool. You know, all the history that they had is interesting. And uh, I have a question for you. Yeah, yeah. I have a question for you. And I actually do not know the answer. I'm not, like, placating to the, uh, to the listeners here. Why do they only have the logo on one side of their helmet? Oh, man, I... I actually do not know the answer. Uh, I'm pretty sure I knew this. And uh, I'm going to go off the top of my head here and say... Uh, the owner wanted to be different from every other team. I'm pretty sure that is the story. Um, okay. And they wanted to put it on one side. So I want the listeners comment, you know, everything, go on YouTube, give us a, you know, cause Mike, we are on YouTube. I heard. Yes, we are. I was debating actually being on live on YouTube tonight. I was debating on doing it, but I got this, I got this, the studio set up at the last second. So we are on YouTube Mike, as well. I, so I need the commenters, the people who listen. I need you to give me the answer. This is my question for the listeners, all right? We should probably do this once an episode. You know, question for the listener, all right? Because I actually do not know why they have one side that is all black and then the other side is a sweet-ass logo. Because they have a sweet-ass logo. Yeah, like, the, the awesome. logo color. Anything but the bumblebees. Yeah, I, I know the logo the colors. The the thing that I'm not sure about is is it's only one side, but I'm pretty sure. Um, I like that. Okay, it was a test run because they didn't know how the logo would look. Yes, I was right. I was right. Okay. They wanted Perfect. to make it look good, and the helmets when they first came out were actually gold. And so it was like a test. Kind of like Notre Dame type of thing. It was like a test thing. And then they were like, hey, we're going to keep it going. Because I guess they had some success. I mean, it's iconic, Mike. We all know that. I'm just just always wondering why it was just one side. Right. No, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool concept. Like, If I had a team, you know, like, oh, well, I mean, here's here's one. I mean, we're going to talk about games later. But 
Did you know that there's pretty much, well, maybe not now in, in Madden 21, but in in Madden 21, you can't, like, create a team. Like, they don't have, like, create a team mode and then, like, import it into the thing. What? They don't have that. Like, you, they have ultimate team. They have the yard. They have all these other things, but they don't have that. Um, maybe that'll eventually get added. But in... I, I recently Wait, they don't have created team, Mike. Yeah, created team, created team. You know how like you can create a team. Yeah, and, they don't have it anymore. I, no, I don't think so. But so John, so John, I recently watched a a YouTube video. This goes back maybe like a month or something. Uh, recently watched a YouTube video where this dude was like, "Why this Madden? Uh, like, why Madden 08 is better than Madden 21?" And he created, and he was, he's this like Irish dude from Ohio. And uh, he created like this like Irish team. Or no, he's from Alabama, but the team he created was like from Dublin. So uh, anyway, beside the point, sorry. Uh, He's actually a very famous YouTuber, but he was going on saying like, you know, Madden 08, pretty awesome. And I'm like, hey, I have Madden 08. And you know, yes, I've you always wanted to create a team. And uh, that is something that I did in Madden 08. And it took me a while to create my team because I grappled so much with the logo. Uh, what side do I want the logo on my helmet? All these questions, man. I couldn't imagine how the owners in the early days of the of the Steelers made these decisions. Right. Like, it's... It's incredible. Like it dictates your entire franchise on what it's going to be. Right. You know what I mean? Like other other franchises are changing their logos throughout time. This one logo has stuck. Right. So Mike, I got one for you. Okay. It's kind of this is an impromptu top three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Helmets in football right now. Okay. Okay. So, best helmet in football right yes. now. There's only one answer. Well, the the, the one answer for well, we're doing a top three. Yeah, so, but I know the top. So number one, obviously, Philadelphia Eagles. Yes, correct. There, there, there is no the the two wings on the top. I mean, Mike, it's it's, it's ridiculous. It's right, so, and but it's and so then number sexy. number one for you, obviously is the New England Patriots because... No, 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 no. It's the Eagles. The Eagles have the best helmet in football. They've always had with the wings coming off it. I mean, coming okay. right off the So here's line, a question. Just two wings. Here, here's a side question to this question. I appreciate okay. I appreciate all this. Like, once again... Oh, it's not placating to you, Mike. I promise No, you, no, but honestly, sweet. honestly, it's very <laughs> nice because whenever I think about the Eagles, it's really not good thoughts. So, like... You know anything to take away from the not good thoughts, um, but but yeah. no, I didn't I didn't know that. I mean, I yeah, I don't know if all NFL fans you know feel this way, but the Eagles logo is oh, is fan. very cool, iconic. But, but it is so is, good. Is, but so then the Patriots are number two for you, obviously. No, not at all. Wait, Patriots don't even make my top. Wait, three. really? I think that is a cool logo. And in, in terms of helmets, no. In terms of helmets, absolutely. Oh, not. okay, okay, helmet, okay. I'm talking. I'm talking strictly helmet. Okay, right okay. Okay. Strictly helmet. 
The Eagles, where they it comes off the middle, and you can see it when they zoom in on the quarterback. Yeah. You know, uh, before the snap, and then they have the two wings on the side. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm like, okay, bird. Yeah, I have bird, it. Eagles. Bird game, bird game. Bird game. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm in. You know, we're we're bird game. And the second one, Mike, is the team we're watching right now, the Vikings. You like that? You like that helmet? I, I love that, Mike. I love it. Interesting. I, 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 anything coming off the middle. Again, we're talking helmet design. Yeah, you like right? that style, it seems. It's got to look smooth, Mike. You know, and it's so, you know, and I think of Randy Moss. I think of uh, Dr. Culpepper. I think, you know what I mean? I think of, you know, Chris Carter, you know, uh, uh Cunningham, like I think of that's when I think of uh, you know the Eagle or, or the uh, the Vikings wow. and the Eagles number one being like To, you know, uh, you know obviously McNabb, Westbrook, and Dawkins on the back end. I mean yeah, those Dawkins. wings, Mike, Mike, those wings coming at you for Dawkins on the back end, and you're about to get hit over the middle. Not a chance. I want to play this game anymore. Hell yeah. I would quit immediately. So I love that, and I would say, and I like this is gonna this is gonna pain me, and you know this, all right? The stars, man. The- Dallas, Dallas has number three. Dallas has the number three. So those are my top three. Wow. I, I think the Eagles have the best ones because the wings. I think the horns on the Vikings are dope, uh, but they don't connect in the middle. That's the only reason why they're not. Uh, like the Eagles, because the Eagles always connect right in front of, you know, right at the top of your eyebrow. And, but the horns are awesome. And, yeah, no, I got to go to the Stars. Um, no, I, I can't go to the Patriots, man. Patriot pad is not that great, man. It, it's just, it's not that good. On the helmet, on the helmet. So what do you got, Mike, for your top three? Wow. Um, this might be one of the hardest questions I've ever been asked. I've been asked a lot of questions. I've answered a lot of questions. Mm-hmm taking a lot of tests, Mm -hmm. you know, asking me my favorite NFL helmets might be one of the toughest questions. Uh, That's why, bro. I mean, got to go Eagles number one. Uh, Oh, dude, they they are the undisputed number. Got to go Eagles number one. But for helmets that I think look really cool to me, uh, man, number two. See, this is where it gets tough. This is where it gets tough. See, that's what I'm talking about, Mike. This is a this tough is where it gets question. tough, man. The Eagles is easy at number one for me. Easy number, easy one. number one. Yeah. And then it's tough because I could literally put eight teams in this one spot. Uh, give, me, give me a few, and let me see. Let me see if I can debunk it. All right. No, no. I know, but I know where I want to go with number two. Okay. okay, my number two overall team is going to be the Raiders. I think that that's that's awesome, actually. I, that's awesome. I think the pirate. Yeah, yeah. it's sick, bro. Pretty, the, pretty damn. Cool. It's such a cool yeah. helmet and everything, yeah. and uh, especially damn, that's a good one. <laughs> especially if like, especially if you like, uh, if you're somebody like Antonio Brown who. Uh, had a lot of right. different helmet issues in the past, especially with this, with his uh, Oakland Raiders helmet, is now in the Tampa Bay. I wouldn't say Tampa Bay helmet is my favorite helmet. Um, I was just trying to talk about Antonio Brown, um, right. but yeah, I would definitely go Raiders. I think that logo is sick. Um, we awful. were just talking about the Steelers, and I, I, they're not number three. As much as we talked about how cool their logo is, it's definitely not number three for me. 
Um, you know, John, he's known me forever. He might think, you know, the Denver Broncos might be there for it's not there. Um, no. Can't have honestly, my my favorite logo, I would say number three is uh, the Saints. I uh, I love a, a nice I love a nice uh, Florida Lee. I believe uh, is that's what it's uh, called. And uh, the Chicago Avalanche, they coming out with the nice uh, retro jerseys. Oh, no. I, I was literally going to transition to that, Mike. I cannot wait. Yeah, I cannot wait. That, that I'm that. trying to get We're going to get there. For sure. But the, but the Florida Lee for uh, the Saints is beautiful. It's so clean. Mike, it's and the gold behind the black, and they outline it with the white. I mean, Mike, how do you – I mean, and the Saints have had a million great receivers – Right, uh, such a cool helmet, such a cool helmet. And uh, can I give you my my number four because I think you might like this yes, one too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> number number four, surprisingly or not, is uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. How do you feel about which that? one? What all? How do you feel? All the tiger. Yeah, the tiger. The tiger stripes. It's just an orange helmet with black tiger stripes. I think the Cincinnati Bengals, their uniforms do way too much, but I think their helmets are like the perfect helmet in in football. They could do if they did an an orange helmet. The way the way like, it is, I'd have to go. I'd have to go. I'd have to go. The only way I can combat you with that because that's a great pick. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not a great pick. I mean that is a, a sexy ass helmet. Let me tell you. And I think about T.J. Husmanzada or whoever it was that flipped over the guy. And stood in the Ooh, yeah, that's pretty TJ cool. Actually, who, yeah, yeah, that was a good time. It's not CJ. It was somebody else. No, that, um, but anyway. that was him, I thought. I don't know. Anyway, point being, uh, the next one I would say that's as sexy as the, as the Bengals, and I'd only put this up there, is your team, Mike. The Rams, the original Rams. Oh, bro, I love the Rams helmet. Um, I with the, with the Rams would be like a cool six for me right now. Like I could not the, not the new ones though, Mike. I'm talking about the old school, the, the blue and white one, LA the blue Rams. and white, right? Yeah, yes, correct. Absolutely, the, old school the, 80s the, LA the Rams. most fire Rams helmet. And then oh. and then honestly, another fire Rams helmet is the one. That they played in the Super Bowl uh, against the Patriots the first time, you know. You like the white ones. You like the white, the white horns on that. No, I know. I like the white horns, but I do, I do. When they were in St. Louis for that time, um, I do. Oh, for the first Super Bowl, you're saying? Not the one against the Titans, it, but the one against the Patriots with the blue and gold. Right, the first Super Bowl against the Rams, not the eighteen, the 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 oh one one. Yeah. The Rams. Oh yeah, no, the Rams. Yes, correct. Like you are correct. Yeah, no, no, but like either Rams helmet, I feel John like to the max. So I kind of do regret, uh, you know, not thinking about them and just thinking about the tiger stripe helmet. But like for some reason, that tiger stripe helmet is sick, and I had to be, uh, you know, I feel like that's the people sleep on that Bengals logo, so I had to put that in there. Yeah, they do, they do, but they do. Uh, Mike, no, no, you're right, they do. But yeah. And, uh, I like. I, I'm telling you, Mike. It's the ones that are just the. They're all good side, logos. The ones that kind of blend, but they blend into the into the you know top of the helmet, or you know they have horns on it, or whatever. I've always liked that. I've always think it was creative. You know, you don't have to have your logo on it. Uh, you know, you just have a good helmet. It's solid. 
you know, everybody knows when Adrian Peterson gets the ball for the Vikings, Unreal. that the horns are coming down, and you know what I mean? And, like that's yeah, what that's I like. a good one. And the Eagles, you Brian Westbrook out of the back. Yeah, yeah. Give I mean, me come on. Give, John. Give me some <laughs> unsung ones by you because I gave you like five. I was gonna say the Dolphins too, but. I swear to God, if Mike, we will disagree there every single time. Dolphins are old, old dolphins, old dolphins. No, all of them terrible. Um, I'm, I'm, I hate them all. Um, I do. I mean, I like the old school Patriots ones with the guy with the football, but they're not as good. Um, you know, they're not even in the top ten. That, that's an okay uh, helmet. I, I would say that's 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 like around I mean, the same. There are, there are. I like that one. Go ahead. No, I, I was just. But there are. There, you go. There are classics, Mike. So like, there are classics that never change. So, like the Steelers, the. Uh, the okay, Bears, if you the, if uh, you if you like the Dallas Cowboys is logo so much, um, and here's what I have to say about stars and the Dallas Cowboys logo, um, the Cowboys ruined stars for me. I can't Correct. think about stars without thinking about Dallas Cowboys. Like they have absolutely ruined okay. stars for me. Um, there's a couple, you know, I play video games. They got, they got stars. Um, I want to use the things that have stars and I, I use them and, and then like time goes by and I'm thinking like, damn, you know, Cowboys. And I don't know what it is. No, no other sports team has this effect. I think it's the rivalry, but, uh, Cowboys ruin stars for me. But John, if you had to wear a Cowboys helmet, would you want to wear a white Cowboys helmet with a uh, dark navy blue star, or would you want to wear a silver Cowboys helmet with the navy blue star? I gotta go silver uh, with the with the navy blue star uh, because it reminds me of the Lions, and I want to bring up the Lions. That's too. a the good Lions helmet. Have a classic, great. I don't know how we got on helmets, uh, but I love it. No, it, it's so ridiculous. And I'm watching it right now. They're, they're showing Thursday Night Football. It's going to be Seahawks, Cardinals. Not as good. I mean, they're great. Uh, the old Seahawks are very good. And the old uh, Cardinals. The Cardinals. Old Cardinals is good, too. Well, old Cardinals. I don't know about that. Um, and, you can, and you can have that. But I want to I hear from everybody who, uh, who listens because um, I'm not nominating anybody from the AFC East. Please do not. What about um, uh, all of them? Are, are you serious, bro? All of them are Dude, trash. okay. Here's here's my trash. here's my take. Uh Bills. The I the Bills had better had better logo and uniform in like the early two thousands. Like uh I don't with the old Buffalo? Yeah, like when we grew up, like how it was with like uh when you know, after like Bledsoe left left the Patriots, like when they were when they were navy blue with the dark red and Lori Malloy was on the yeah. Team. However the uh, however that was pretty good, yeah. However sure. the Bills were in like the early two thousands like that was the best for the Bills. Cool. So I got another one too for you. Um, I think the people who like the Giants with the Giants underline on the helmet, uh, you can go like you know fuck yourself forever. Uh, like that's a bad idea. Like that looks stupid. You're you're about at the same point as the Cleveland Browns having nobody there. Now I will say this: with 
the numbers on the helmet, Mike. It's a very different right, story. Right. But, okay? but John, but John, if Lawrence Taylor was wearing that Giants helmet with the word Giants written across it, would you feel the same way? And you, you know. I know he wore that helmet. He right. wore no, that helmet right. though. Like you're that's right. why you're so right. many no, people you, love you it. You check me. You check me. You check me. I got you. No, no, no. It's right. No, but Mike, you're right. Like, no, but you're right I mean, though. There's LP. so many people out there that are saying that that helmet looks like uh, the little. It's the little giants. Like it doesn't look that good. Right. It's like, um, and that's that's fine. Little Giants is a great movie. Little Giants is a great movie. Um, but Mike, what I about got, the Chargers uh, helmet, John? Talk to me about the Chargers helmet. So, so I would say, so we're not going. We're, this we're, is going to be all gear, and I'm and I'm I'm I am, you know, changing my rules on this. Okay, some people know, but I think the Chargers powdered blue with the numbers on the side and LT with the visor, running down the field is the most iconic, sexy thing I've ever seen. It has to be. Right? You can't. And how I mean, is it not on our list, Mike, John? But because it's the numbers on the side, Mike. It's not even the logo. Oh. So it's a different category. But it also incorporates the jerseys, which the powder blues, Mike. I mean, and that's going to get us a good segue before the break right now because we have to go in some NHL uniforms, Mike. Uh before we have a quick break, right? Okay, uh, you want to go break right now? Yeah, we'll go break, and then we'll talk about NHL, and then we'll, we might get back to the NFL after that. Okay, yeah. So hey, man, about- I'm, avo- I, I'm avoiding talking about the Eagles at all costs. All right, we'll look for you guys. Mike. John, what is up? We're back, baby. We're back. Off a of break. What's good? Mike. I'm just wondering where all the people can find us. Yeah, dude, we'll let them know. It is the Colsa Takes podcast. You can find us whenever podcasts can be heard and found. Uh, make sure you listen to us, like, and subscribe for more. That's right. Now, Mike, where are we starting here? Because I know you want me to start somewhere. Tell me. Let's go, let's go brief into the games, and then we'll close with the Masters. No, we got to start with the Masters, Mike. I mean, it is, it, it's too prevalent right now. Okay. I mean, the lowest. Hey, the you, lowest, you asked me, but you're telling me now. So, I, all right. I, I, right. I got I to tell you, Mike, now you're the golf guy. Mike, the lowest score at the Masters. Now, I have questions. But let's start with, Mike, what did DJ do? Tell the people. Listen, man. Dustin freaking Johnson went out there and proved that he's been the best golfer for the Ugh. entire restart. Okay. He's been so super consistent and he went out in there, shellacked the field Ooh. and uh, let him know who was boss, you know, setting the new scoring record. Like it's insane uh, how consistent he played. I mean, Mike, the, the, one I sent you the uh, like he was top five in nineteen majors. He was you know uh, second place in five of them. Those are right? Jack. That's Jack Nicholas shit, dude. Yeah, like, it's in insane how well he's played over uh, over his whole career. You know what I mean? Like he no. th- this is like a uh, it was incredible Masters tournament to watch. 
So, Mike, how do you feel about DJ going forward? Do you think he will win the Masters next year when the course is different? Mike, talk, talk to me about the course. Man, um, the In course, November versus April. The course, you know, this past weekend, they, they had some rain in the forecast that delayed the tournament on Thursday. You know, it was wet. It was a softer golf course a little bit. It firmed up a little bit over the weekend, but it wasn't like anything too, too crazy. Faldo, Faldo must have said it a bunch of times when he he kept referring to the ground being really soft and, you know, just like imagine this place like rolling and rock hard or something like that. And so I guess it was playing a little, little soft, a little down. And, uh, you know, the professionals, they really ate this thing up, you know, uh, second place, like fifteen hundred par, like it is insane. Pretty damn good, yeah, yeah, pretty damn good. Yeah, very good, uh, very good golf being played. Even Rory, man, like Rory yeah. shot himself in the foot. Uh, as like you know, you know, we don't like to do cliches all the time, or but it's like an old adage, man. Like old golf adage, you know, you can't win the tournament on the first day, but you you might lose it on the first day. That's right, and he did. And he did lose it on the first day. Also, I want people to understand, Mike, uh, that Bryson DeChambeau is an absolute hit or miss. Oh. He is the biggest hit or miss I've ever seen. You know, because when guys like Rory or JT or, uh, you know, Tiger get hot, they they could win. DeChambeau is – he's either going to win or he's going to go goddamn lose it. Like, he's hit or miss, Mike. And I've yeah. never seen any golfer anymore. A- am I wrong here, Mike? Um, I'm, I wouldn't say you're necessarily wrong. He that, When he flames out, he flames out. And that's what he did this weekend. And it didn't look good when he was basically coming out and saying that he considered Augusta right now to be like a par 67. And he thought, like, right. he needed to shoot like a certain score and like sometimes I think when you do too much of that stuff you lose track of what necessarily you're really doing and you have to take each shot one at a time and and just like fire it in there like it doesn't you know it doesn't have to be more than what it is sometimes and uh he kind of got a dose of that I mean he was lucky to make the cut he was extremely lucky but so, oh, like, who who is who is the uh, uh, the the most disappointing, the most surprising, and go from there? Who is the most disappointing? Uh, most disappointing got to be Jordan Spieth to me. Uh, like, like I'm I'm not a ginormous Spieth fan. But there's so many people that adore Spieth, and and the run that he had like a few years back was incredible. You know the shots he pulls off. You know he's got he's got the green jacket. He's a very humble guy, but like guy just doesn't seem like he wants he wants to win. Like they showed him. It, it was weird. It was like it, it was weird to me. Like they show some of the players after Dustin Johnson wins, right? Like he walk walking off, you know, gets greeted by Paulina and, you know, everything. He's walking hey, off no. and then Bubba's <laughs> right there. Yeah, Paulina, man, you know, Hello. Every, and golf is like one of the only uh sports where it's it's cool. It's super cool where you can celebrate with like your your family and your spouse and all, all right. these things. Um but golf is just like 
when it's such an old man sport sometimes where when all the old dudes see the you know <laughs> attractive yeah. wife come out they all just like their eyes drop and our eyes melt to the floor but you know paulina she had quite the fit on with that adidas jacket for the masters whatever that was that was very cool um that was quite the scene but did you see like justin thomas like trying to like say some he was saying some stuff like uh as he was walking by and I thought uh, Spieth, he said something really nice. But Spieth, man, it just it just seems like he just loses it a little bit from time to time. And it, it, messed, it pissed me off a little bit because he's such a good American golfer. And I want to see him succeed. And uh, it's just it, it was tough to watch. So he was he was my most disappointed. And then we got some surprising, I would say, most yes. surprising. Most surprising was probably Cam Smith to me. Ooh, uh, yeah. My, talk about your boy. Man. He's my guy, man. I for yeah. some reason I some reason I love <laughs> Australian golfers. Like they they're cool Tremendous. dudes. Uh, but this Cam Smith guy, he he was like the low amateur in like 2011, and you know he had a great story. You know he's been a pro for some a little while now. And, you know, he's putting it together and he just seems wicked chill. And he was just going around the course, just doing his thing. It was wicked sick. So I enjoyed it. And what was the last one that you wanted me to say? Um, well, I had two, actually. Overperformed or underperformed? Okay. Okay. Well, surprising um, is different, but overperformed or underperformed? Um, I would say for an under an over performer, Abraham Answer. I thought he played tremendous. Oh, yeah. He he's a very cool golfer. I I really enjoyed watching him. Like all these guys, like even the Shambo struggling, like even Spieth struggling. Like Spieth's won this thing. Spieth, nobody's had a lower score besides these two guys, Spieth and and Johnson. So right. like as as much as you think speed speed did it five years ago, that's right. So you know like that's what I mean. Like so that's why I'm surprised to see speed struggle like that for a couple of years now. But like I, he'll be back. But <sighs> Abraham answer from Mexico to get it tremendous, he, dude. He hit some of the best chip shots I've ever seen. He had a rough Sunday. I will say that. He struggled a little bit on Sunday. But overall, in the short game department, he had it working on a course that he probably – he wasn't there last year. You know what I mean? And uh, that was cool to see. And an underperformer, man, I don't even know. But Ty – John Rahm. Yeah, John Rahm. For sure, John Rahm was my underperformer in this. Uh, um, he he Just, was there. Yeah, bro, he was playing playing in that he, group. And, he shot himself he, in the foot, bro. Exactly. He like everybody wants to get on Tiger for that last hole, uh, you know, on Sunday, but he was never really in it. John Rahm really shot himself in the foot on Saturday, and um, like we're big John Rahm guys. We love John Rahm. Yeah, dude, I love John Rahm because he like doesn't give a shit, but he's like not giving a but, shit. Like got the best of him this weekend. It was but like here's another one. Here's another one for you, Mike. Looks Kepka. Well, Kepka did. Decent, Where though. were you? I I thought Kepka did halfway decent because uh, he's been largely hurt for most of the season. So I'd give Kepka 
a little bit of the benefit of that. Okay. So, so who who else, Mike? Uh, I mean, Ricky, uh, Ricky's killing me. Well, yeah, Ricky, Ricky's, Ricky's a disappointment. I believe in him, but he uh, he just can't make it happen. Dude, Mike, dude, there's not four, there's... four majors. What can Ricky win? Which one can you win? There's not too many podcasts I have left into me where I can be like, yeah, Ricky, Ricky. Like, I want, you know, right? I can't I can't be doing this every major where I wish and pray for Ricky to do something and then not not do anything. But I don't know, man. It, it's it's rough. Like, for Dustin Johnson to win as a, as a favorite, um, you know, like, it's super consistent. But, like, a lot of these other guys were right there. The guy who came in second, tied for second, him, he played fantastic. Uh, you know, you don't have to drive. Like, he drives the ball so straight. And, you know, yep. anyone – any. Anybody that tells you that you have to play the game a certain way, hit the ball a certain shot, you know, like you say what you want about DeShambo and what he does. This guy, this guy, M, he, he's got the slowest takeaway in the history of takeaways. Like, I haven't seen a slower takeaway. Like, Matsuyama does it a little bit. But M yeah. does it so good, and he gets so much control out the ball, and it's incredible. And so you got to make whatever whatever you think is going to work, you got to make that shit work. It's like Bubba Watson, man. He he didn't play the best, but he just gets up there, aims, and tries to cut the thing. And uh, you just got to go with it. And I think I think that's what a guy like Bryson is is going to figure out. Rory kind of got a dose of that too like because Rory has the Rory's got the career slam weighing on his mind you know what I mean so he's he's never won the Masters right yeah never won the Masters if he wins the Masters he'll he'll be like the the fourth fifth I I think like the fourth player to have the career slam or something some crazy stuff right but that's the one he's missing right yeah the one he's missing is the Masters um, and he but, largely but, would have been in contention if it wasn't for the first day. Dude, he was he was looking for shots like I do, Mike. That's not great. Well, he he shot the best over Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but he looked struggle. And I would and Ugh. I would just attribute that to the amount of pressure he must feel. And uh, I think I think he he because he came out and said after the round where he was like, yeah. I was looking to do this, this, and this, and be perfect, and then it didn't go that way, and I then I just relied on just playing golf, and then he started to do better. So I got a question for you, Mike. Actually, it, this is I was actually watching the Masters on Sunday, and I I was thinking about a question for you, Mike. Would you rather, okay, be leading the Masters by two strokes, okay, going into Sunday? Or be down two strokes and have to win. You're in the final group. You have to play with the guy. What do you think? Uh, what's what's harder? I think it's probably easier to take him down. Like unless it's Dustin Johnson, I'm going against because like I, I feel like I just don't. I feel like it'd be hard to play with a lead sometimes. I feel like I feel if I if, but if I had the lead. I wouldn't uh, like. I probably wouldn't play 
like I had the lead. I would play like I was down two. Like I feel like being down two, being okay. down two right. is like the great is a great spot because I can be aggressive. You know what I mean? Like if I'm leading a golf tournament, maybe I always want to think that I'm I'm down one or two, one or two. You know. But that's a good mindset, Mike. Is that you're down? You you're not pretending that you're leading. Like you always believe that you're down. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, again, Mike, we don't know what these guys think. I mean, in in, I mean, imagine leading the Masters. Even just you and me right now, if they just said, "Hey, you're leading the Masters, and you have to go in on Sunday," Mike, that would that would mess me up. Well, yeah, I mean, I can't like, imagine that's... what Dustin Johnson was feeling that whole day. Like he had like a he had like a decent lead, but like the guys were going low. There's no fans there. The course is soft there. Like it's it's. No excuses, Mike. It's, yeah, no excuses. It's favorable for the for the competitors there. It was sick to me. To me, it was like, awesome. you know, it, it's like as close as you, they'd get to 1934. It, you know, like it's as close. It's like it was video game. Like it was like something you'd see in Tiger Woods, bro. Um, it, it was incredible. It was incredible. I I loved every single second of it uh, that I watched. But to me, you know, Dustin Johnson having that lead, you know, I can't imagine – well, I can't imagine because I saw it on, I believe, like 17. Like 17, he played pretty solid. But, like, 18, you could tell he was trying to finish that hole as fast as possible. Uh, his playing partner hits his shot. As soon as the ball was struck, Johnson's going to swing. Like he's Johnson was like addressing his ball, and like as soon as the other dude's ball like came to rest, like Johnson was hitting, and so there was like no right. time for them to react. So like he he was trying to get through like those last three holes as best as he could. Like once he made it over the water on sixteen, I can imagine he felt a little bit better. So, Mike. What's the most stressful major last hole? Um, I know all of them are played at different courses besides Augusta. But what would be the most stressful for you as a golfer? I, and the people don't know this. Mike is a very good golfer, almost a scratch golfer. He's almost there. If I was, if I was when better, I said, if I was better, I could be a scratch. Like I used to be very close to a scratch. And then I don't play as much, don't, but don't, I'm still I'm halfway what decent. I'm saying, I'm, would, I, I got to be real with the be, people. What would be, what would be your scariest hole? Mike, would it be 18 in Augusta? Would it be at Whistling Straits? You know, would it be in Ireland or Scotland for the British? Or you know, I mean, what would what would be your most stressful hole, Mike? I mean, I don't think. Anything I feel with, like it's got to be the Masters, So 18 holes right? at the Masters to win it is the most stressful thing in golf, I would say. Like, I don't – I like, U.S. Open, sure, whatever, whatever. But, like, the Masters, like, every – if you play golf, you dream of playing at the Masters. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter if you're going to get there, if you're never going to get there. You know, like, everything Dustin Johnson was saying, like, as a kid, is how every single person that touches a golf club – like says, like I, I want to win the match. Twenty under though, Mike. In I mean, what insane. do we gotta say about that? No, I. I, I it's mean, insane. You're, you're the guy. It's insane. I mean, how 
how does that even happen? You know, you're now you're in Jack, Arnold Palmer, Tiger territory. Yeah, dude, it's a bigger conflict. I mean, is 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 I guess my overall question, Mike, is Dustin Johnson going to be that guy? Because we thought Rory was going to be that guy. We thought Spieth was going to be that well, guy. I mean, this is you in, know, uh, it, does is DJ going to be that guy? I mean, I don't I know. think he's been that guy. I think he's he's won majors before. He's won one. He's won a major before. Yeah, one. <laughs> Not the Masters. And I think that validates his career, to be honest with you, is because you win well, the Masters, you have the green jacket think, forever. Think of it this way, right? Because uh, I, I, Mike, and the, and the reason, before you get to your point, the reason I say that is because I pegged him as the Phil Mickelson of not winning a, 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 the, the most important. You know, you, you you can win the PGA, you can win whatever. The British is uh, probably harder than the Masters. Uh, but, uh, you know what I mean? Like, he didn't win the one, you know? And the Masters is the one, and you're validated forever. Yeah, dude, I mean. So, so what do you think? I mean, is he, like, if he didn't win, would he still be the Phil Mickelson? I, I'm, I'm asking, Mike, you're the golf guy. Um, well, just look at Roy McIlroy, bro. I mean, he's, he's not, he hasn't won at the Masters and it's the thing that eats him up. So I'd say that's the biggest indication. I think if you win the, if you win the Masters, you just become a legend. Look at, look at Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson got airtime after Dustin Johnson won. Like, you know, all those dudes that win the Masters, you're immortal. Like you're, you're immortal in the right. world of golf. Like you, you don't need to win another tournament. You don't need you. You no. don't need to. Nope. Um, I'm so glad you said that, Mike. Because when you win the Masters, everybody can go fuck the fuck off forever. Phil had to after that. Phil had to win. Right. But, That's what yeah, I like. But... Is anybody on Phil's level right now? I feel like Dustin Johnson was kind of on. Phil's Phil, level. I like, think Phil's you know, gonna. I think DJ is gonna have more win, more majors than Phil by the the end of it. Well, he only has two, and Phil has what seven or eight. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, he could catch Phil. But but it's is, tough for the Masters right? win better. I don't know, Mike. I'm, well, I'm Phil's got what three Masters. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, I I I would say. Dustin Johnson, two majors. Dustin Johnson still has a lot of wins left in him, I'd say. Do you think he wins uh, in April? No. Who wins in April? You mean early prediction? Yes. In April? Overreaction Monday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. April 2021 Masters. Uh, You know, I'm just going to say, you know, we're going to have fans there. You know, I'm just pre- I'm projecting positivity for the world. So I'm gonna just hope for fans and hope for a rock solid golf course and uh, right. leaves on the trees and uh, yes. you know I azaleas everywhere. Yeah, dude. Mike. You know, honestly, bro. J- <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau is gonna show up to the golf course with uh, with twenty head co- uh, twenty driver heads this time instead of sixteen. Love uh, it. Love yeah, it. Yeah, dude. Yep. But I got why not. I got who do you got right now? I got 
a guy. Dude, there's like. I like somebody. Ricky. Ricky Fowler. <laughs> yeah, we just got done saying that we can't pick Ricky like that. No, I'm I'm picking him. Ricky again. Fowler, I, I can't... our guy. Mike, Mike, I can't quit. Him. I feel like I, I feel like every, you. if you are between twenty-seven and thirty-five, <laughs> you probably love Ricky Fowler. <laughs> like it, I love him. And Mike. if you don't I can't quit him, go watch some highlights. Guy's incredible. He's the, Mike. He's the Cam Newton of uh, of golf. You know he. You know he doesn't always win, but he looks great. And you love to see him win, Mike. You love to. See I love him. to see it, dude. Uh, the Masters is, but it won't happen. It, it won't happen. No, but, no, I will. I mean, we're picking Ricky, but in realistically, dude, it'll probably be, not nah, dude. We're early twenty one, twenty one pick. You know, nobody said it. We're gonna get out front. We're gonna endorse our guy, and you know, maybe or John, maybe Rom. yeah, Ricky or John. You know, John Rom needs to clear his head. That's all we know. He gets yes, he does. He, you know, Correct. I thought he was gonna learn from what he did like the other year, but dude, dude, <laughs> no, like, sure didn't. Mike. Dude just <laughs> is too. He's too, like, mean at himself. Like he's too mean. Like he's stiff. He, if you will. Yeah, man. He's got to just like get loose, man, and just like chill out. Like do some shit. Like he was. You know, doing hitting skimming balls. Like, where where's that guy? Where's the skimming balls yeah. guy? Well, like, why is he? Why I mean, is he... Mike, that that shot, uh, you know, in the chip and putt round, we need to talk about it. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Skipping a rock with a golf ball and then getting a hole in one. I mean, well, what are we even talking about here? Well, that that I mean, but that stinks though. I mean, that was last week, and and it stinks because. We should have saw that coming. As soon as that highlight goes viral, we should have we should have known that Rom was not going to win. Um, I no money on Rom. You don't match. like. I, I'm telling you, man. Like anytime anyone makes headlines before the Masters, it doesn't pan out for them. Like they didn't have they didn't have a par three contest, and all the players never try to win that par three contest because nobody wins the par three and wins the Masters. So John Rom skims a ball across the lake and gains viral acclaim. And that's just something you don't want to do before the Masters. Now, Mike, I'm wondering, though. Um, Wait, can we talk? Uh, I'm wondering, though. Well, what are you wondering? Because yes. if you don't, if you transition and don't talk about this, I will be upset. No, Mike, talk to me. Bernhard Langer, 60-foot putt on the, on the 16th hole on Saturday. Oh, my God. Absolute that was bomb. Faldo's like, dude, 60, dude's like 60 years old hitting a putt from from Timbuktu, uh, from one side of the green to the other. Uh, for a guy to be that fit, to do what he did, uh, to shoot like an even par – to shoot three under par for the tournament is pretty incredible stuff. So I got to tip my cap so to Bernhard Langer. 65 foot putt, Mike. By a 60 year old man. We're... 60, a 63 year old man. Okay. 63 year old man, Mike. 
How is it? Is that like the Tom Watson thing, bro? Like it? You don't you, like it? You can't make it up. Sixty-three-year-old man, sixty-three-foot putt. at the masters you can't make it up dude dude shoots 300 par like like bro like if you play golf and you're 60 years old like this guy has got to be your idol yeah no tom watson is my old guy idol right now but are, are we changing it now should i should i be more of a fan of this guy now uh i mean I think it just proves that this guy, if this, this is the guy the young dudes need to be hanging out with during Masters Week because they're going to learn a lot from Bernhard. He's won the thing, obviously. That's why he can still play the thing at uh, 63 years old and bank 63 footers like it's nobody's business. Uh, but yeah, I would say if John Rom or any or Rick, Rick Fowler, even maybe Rick Fowler should hang out with Bernhard Langer, learn a couple things. Uh, uh, dude, I cannot wait until Ricky Fowler wins uh, a major. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. I <laughs> if love it that. happens, I if, love that if, son of a bitch. If it happens, yeah, no, he's on the Olympic team. He'll do well in the Ryder Cup. That's fine. Yeah, but uh, by the but way, that's I wish they had the Ryder Cup right now. That's what he always does. Uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like, who who's making the next step? Because DJ just got the championship. He's number one in the world. You know, he got the Masters. That's the best. The next tournament is the Masters in five. In five. I mean, Mike, I gotta ask you: Is Tiger? This is it. This is all he has. Right? Is the Masters? Right? Like he can't win any other major. No, Tiger. Tiger can only win here. And maybe St. Andrews. Like, that's it. That's it. You only win at the Masters. Only going to win at St. Andrews. Only going to win at Beth Page Black. That's it. Jesus. Only going to win at Firestone Country Club. Will he Will he catch Jack? Will he catch Jack? Only time will tell, my friend. Only time will tell. Hey, no, this is the coldest of takes podcast, Mike. You got to make a you got to make a prediction. I mean, if, yeah, I I think Tiger Woods is gonna catch Jack. He's gonna be. I think Tiger Woods is gonna be the oldest guy to win the Masters. Uh, whenever I don't like, I I I Tiger is gonna win multiple more Masters. Like, I does he win the next one in nope. April? I don't know, but nope, he's definitely gonna win another Masters. No, he's done, dude. No way, no shot. I'm call I'm calling Tiger done. Like that's my cool take. On this podcast, Tiger is done. No shot. Nothing dude. he has left. He was he was still like twentieth. Okay, twentieth doesn't win you when a guy goes minus twenty, <laughs> and you hit and you hit, uh, you know, a twelve on twelve. You know what I mean? Like he like he was in the water three times. That's not the Tiger I know, Mike. I don't like that. Yeah, I mean that was pretty bad, but that that hole is very tough. I mean, it happens. Oh, of course it is, Mike. It's it's a ridiculous hole. You know, it, it it's so absurd to me. To me, but Tiger Woods showing that he's a human only makes Tiger that much better. You know, like these are all oh. positive Tiger things. When Tiger Woods won okay. the Masters last year, he was like, "I can't put it into words." 
And, and people are like, wow, this guy's won a million times. He can't put it into words. Um, so it shows a lot at Tiger. Tiger's a human again. So, Mike, was the uh, – so I have another one for you. Is the shot that he had um, as, uh, you know, when it trickled in and it, it just fell in, you know, the, the obvious six, the, the chip, the chip, as the chip. Right? Yeah. The gift. Right. Um, is that better? Was that a better win for Tiger than when he won last year? Um, a tough one, huh? Uh, that is a tough one. That is a tough one. I would, yeah, 100% the win that he won with the trickle and trip on 16, 100% that was way better than he did last year. 100%. No, the I would argue the other way. I would argue. I would, Why? No, I will do it because Molinari fell apart. Nobody, nobody believed him Mo, last year. Mo, yeah, that's what I mean. Nobody, nobody challenged him last year. Like it was his, his, his to lose. Like it, no, fuck that. They challenged. No, him. they didn't. No, they didn't. Mo, look at it. Look at oh. look at it, bro. They Molinari fell off. Choke. All right. All right. All right. Choke job, Mike. We got out of the Masters. With DJ, who's very deserving of the Masters crown. We all know that. Um, he's been the best golfer, number one ranked forever, uh, for a long time, actually. And I, I, I sent you those. What, what was he like? Top 10 in like 19 major straight? That's absurd. Uh, <laughs> that's a ridiculous. Like, alone, just that before going even into it, like, 19 majors in a row, you're in the top 10. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. I'm a, like, I'm a, that's why I'm I think he could that. catch Mickelson easy. Like, if all he does is win every single year and be consistent in majors, like, there's no way he doesn't. Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. Close the tape. I love that. Yeah, no way, bro. Um, no way he doesn't. But, but going after that, um, Mike, I got to get it. I got to get a pulse. Because uh, we we talked a little bit about gaming, okay. Well, we didn't because it got it got canceled because we canceled those. Right. So, Mike, what do we got here? Okay, so we'll wrap we'll wrap the pod with a little uh, a little right. game talk. Now, John, you brought to my attention, you know, something that has been sweeping across the internet over the past week Ooh. since the release of these new consoles of some consoles potentially overheating due to exhaustion. Yes. And people are falling for these things and they and it just fuels the console war, the hate and whatnot for, you know, PS5 versus X- Xbox Series X whatever. And so it comes out that it obviously this thing's a giant hoax. Like dudes are just blowing vapes like into the into the Xbox and stuff, and it, it turned out to be fake. But I had a lot of people going, and it fuels the fire. But what you yes. need to know is that basically the systems are the same. PS Five has its own set of exclusive games. And PS5 has its own controller. It is unique. 
Um, so it's not the same as PS4, is what you're saying. No, no. Uh, I mean, each generation, they update the controller a little bit. The, the PS5 oh, okay. controller is, okay. is cool. It has a bunch of advanced features. Like, it has a microphone built into the controller. Um, and it also has, like, these really cool triggers, you know, for, you know, for shooting or for pulling the trigger, whatever, you know, speed burst, whatever. I don't know. Um, it's, like, more adaptive and stuff. So, for example, like, let's say, so, like, you're playing a war, uh, a war game, right? And you got a sniper rifle, and it's not just your average sniper rifle. It's like a heavy duty one. Yeah. Like it, okay. like the the trigger on your controller, it's gonna give you give you a little bit more resistance. Where like you gotta pull this thing. Like this is a sniper rifle. This ain't. This is a big boy trigger. You know what I'm saying? So it gotcha, it gotcha. it's got that more adaptiveness to it, which is cool that from a controller standpoint. Um, so PS5 gives you that. Uh, basically the hardware relatively the same across the board uh, frame rates everything the same huge tremendous increase in graphics um, from what you're going with before but you need the capable uh, TVs or monitors to to play these things so Ah. you gotta make sure your TV has got that UHD capabilities Um, yeah and you set you got because you got to set up your your Xbox or PS5 the right Uh. way a lot of okay. people, I'm sure, they're buying the Xbox or the PS5. They're setting it up, and like they they think like not much has changed, and it's probably because you just don't have it set up right. So you got to do your due diligence and be like, how do I set up my Xbox the best way on this TV? And you got to make sure that you got a nice TV. Um, so, so it's a lot more powerful. So you need a TV that can process that power so the tv that you need has to have at least 60 hertz uh for Jesus for Christ. the thing to work most of the tvs that you you get too many hertz Mike. it's yeah it is but you, what ideally you want a lot more hertz than that but it, you for most people that play console playing on a tv you know 60 hertz will get the job done um and if you got like a you know, a pretty solid TV that has UHD, it's got 4K, and uh, you want, like, high, high resolution, then your your next-gen system will run as smooth as possible and get the best graphics and stuff. But unless you don't have that, and then if, but if you don't have that, then you might as well not buy one. Well, that's fair. (laughs) And that, and that is the, the gaming update from my boy. But yeah, um, that has been the topic, Mike. Um, but yeah, that's like know, what, most of the stuff I found out. Uh, it's interesting, man. It is. Would you wait for the second gen then? Like you know, the first concept. Uh, you know what they what they release. You just wait for the next one. I mean, if you have that type of patience. I mean, but the things that <laughs> the, the thing, that's what I mean. Like, if you got the patience, you're better served yeah, to wait. No, that's fair. But like, because if the games, if the games you're playing aren't changing dramatically from the system you're on to the system you're getting, then there's no point. And when you know that every system that's ever come out, they make a, a, a slimmer, different version of that same right. console a, a six months to a year down the line. So to me... To me, yeah, I think it's worth it to buy one if you can get your hands on one. Sure, I, I think 
Um, both of okay. these things operate more like a computer, and it gives you that more submersive feel and offer like ray tracing and all these different cool things to uh, enhance the graphics of the game. But as far as like on- online games and like what you're getting out of the games, like um, you could you could do all the same things. And I think I think you need you first need the right TV, and then you get the new next-gen system. Got it. Okay. Yes, sir. Mike, uh, we're wrapping it up. Um, we got a Thursday night football game. Yeah, you said it was Seahawks cards. It is. Mike. A couple of maybe MVP candidates. Yeah, I mean, I think Russell's fading a little bit. The Seahawks are struggling right now. Isn't he? Right? Like, he's kind of fading. And Patrick Mahomes has 24 touchdowns in one pick. That's tough. Yeah, I think Pat's got it on hold right now. And I would say Russell's maybe like third or fourth. To me, but, to me, it's like Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, then maybe Kyler and Russell, maybe. you know? Oh, it, Mike, we got to talk about Kyler real quick before we get out of here. I think that will be our last thing. All right, yeah, perfect, um, perfect. It's getting late. How, how, if you're Bill O'Brien, do you trade DeAndre Hopkins? I, I, Mike, I just, I, I don't understand this. Please, do you have, do you have clarity on this? Because I don't. Dude, it's, um, it's, it's insane. I. He is like how, I'm just like, happy. How do you do that? The guy had a catch last year that didn't even count. That was the catch of the year. So I'm just happy the dude right. can have a catch of the year that actually counts. I mean, that is the catch of the year. There will never be a better catch this year, unless the uh, Nick Foles decides to throw a ball, which he cannot do right now. Uh, no, I, like I, I, I don't understand it. Um, like DeAndre Hopkins, three people in front of you, and he catches over them. And Jordan gloves, Mike. I mean, Jordan, you know, <laughs> their whole brand was like, yep, love this shit. <laughs> yeah, it was good uh, ad placement, you know. I mean, I mean, that was the best catch I've, I've seen in a long time. And shit, and the first. And the first catch before that was the Bills with Stephon Diggs, who is quite literally that good. Literally, bro. And and unbelievable. Well, Mike, we got to wrap it up. Uh, All right, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Close the takes. Hell yeah. We'll come back probably another time this week soon. Give some, right. more, give some more hot fire takes. A lot of things. Um, probably the next time we should also touch on the Mandalorian. Um, That's right. You know, it's getting to be the, the Christmas holiday season. Uh, a lot of other fun stuff. Uh, as always, this is the Cold Takes podcast. It's available everywhere. We crushed it tonight. You know, we, we talked Love about it. the Masters for a while on our second portion here. Talked about the new to. games. I gave you an honest, the honest opinion. It's very good, but it's a lot of money. So it's a big investment. Um, and stop, then stop vaping into your system. Stop vaping Come on into now. your system. Vaping, 
you know, can harm that stuff. Uh, On the front end of the pod, geez, man, we talked about NFL helmets for, for like, ever, dude. And it was the best time ever. So if you like history, NFL helmets, and the NFL, man, that that first 45 minutes is for you, man. uh, It was awesome. Um, I can't believe I, can't, I, I brought that up. Yeah, I can't thank you. I, I didn't even know where that was coming from. It was the best because dude. you're you're the guy who's going to eventually get those uniforms in. And uh, shout out to NFL retro, uh, NHL retro. Uh, oh Jesus Christ! Yes, you have to mention those because NHL retros. Yeah, and the Colorado Avalanche did the best. Yeah, I'm definitely. Like, is there any? Definitely. That's it. We'll talk about it next time, but that is it. Yeah, that we're, is we're, why they did it. Yeah, I mean, I'm we're a big uh, logo jersey podcast here. We really are, and, and, a, and we a have big, a feeling you Cal, might be too. Cal McCarr fan. Heck yeah, bro. Uh, uh, for for the for the uh, for the Colorado Avalanche, a little Quebec Nordiques, a little tease. Mike, if you will, for the next time, they can find me at John J Pat on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is John Wick. They can find the coldest takes on every platform that they ever even listen to. If you listen to us right now, you can find me everywhere. Mike, lead us out. Hey, John, you couldn't have done it any better. So look for us next week or look for us in a few days. All right. Check us out and like and subscribe. John, much love. And. Uh...